Hello, and welcome back to Tivating Patiently, the appreciation podcast that highlights, dives deeper, and celebrates the work and accomplishments of our national treasure, Aaron Tivate. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and holy smokes, Aaron, he's back. Christian is back. He has stepped back onto the Al Hirschfeld Theater stage last night in the Moulin Rouge. I was one of the lucky ones that had tickets and was able to experience what has now become an ingrained core memory for me, seeing him step back on stage into this role. I had accepted a while ago, like when he first announced that Aaron, that he was returning, that I wouldn't be able to make it to his first show. It was a Tuesday night. It was just going to be hard to do with my schedule, with kids' schedules, to be able to juggle things. Then Broadway Week came out with the deals, so I started scouring those, seeing if there was like anything available, and the more promos that came out, the put-in rehearsal footage that dropped the Friday before his first performance, like all of that just started to really up the FOMO of like, can I do this? Can I make this work? Like you only live once, he's only, I mean, who knows? We thought he was only gonna be in Moulin Rouge once, but here he is again, but that's not the point. It's Aaron Tveit. And then, sun, was it Sunday? Yes, Sunday, I was on SeatGeek through the Broadway Week deals, and I see a deal for left orchestra seats at a price that I would have been absolutely insane to pass up on. And so I called my friend who has also been going back and forth with me of, should we do it, should we not do it? Can't take off work. I don't know if our schedules will work. And it was just a quick drop every excuse. Here's what these tickets cost. Here's what this is going to be. We are never, probably never going to get this again. Let's go. And it was a yes. And it was a click of submit. And the rest, as they say, is history. So driving up <laughs> for the show last night and then driving home, it, the three hours of sleep that happened last night, completely worth it for the experience of the electric audience and theater energy that was happening. And today, for today's episode, I'm going to be talking with Jill. She was on an episode a few weeks ago when we talked about the Keen concert. She had recorded all of the footage of Aaron's songs that he performed on that show. And so I'm talking with her again. And this was planned to speak with her prior to me getting tickets, obviously, since I just got tickets for two, for yesterday on Sunday. I was going to talk with her and hear her takes and she bought tickets like right away when Aaron announced back in on December 1st that he was going to be performing again in Moulin Rouge. So I was going to talk to her and get her take, but now it was basically like just girl time, talking, catching up, sharing all that we took in, how we interpreted different things throughout the play, throughout the show and I mean, it still just feels surreal. As I'm recording this now, it's been like 24 hours since he stepped onto the stage and he lifted that sign in just the most iconic way that only Aaron Tveit can. And here we are talking about it and knowing that we have 12 weeks to have him back in our lives as Christian. So I talk about this a little bit in my conversation with Jill, but I'm just gonna share it first here we got to New York, to the city last night around five o'clock. 
And one of the first things I wanted to do before we split up and met up with other friends that were up for the show was I wanted to get to the stage or to the theater and I wanted to see the pillar since they changed Aaron they put him on the pillar I was so excited for that we weren't sure if they were going to do it so I wanted to see that and then we took the pictures in front of the pillar and we met up with other friends down the street at Bird and Branch which I hadn't been there and yes it's Aaron's hangout but you know it was 5 30 the show's at 7 we're just going to go get a coffee so I tried out Aaron's signature iced Americano, of course, and ordered that. And I'm in line. I'm about to put my credit card in to pay. And I go to turn to my friend. I'm going to ask, is she getting anything? But I turn to my left and my friend's not there. But Aaron Tveit is there, right there, like next to me, less than arm's distance away. And I could just feel my eyes get big and my mind go, be cool. Don't react. Just be cool. And <laughs> said hello to him, told him we're so excited for the show. I ordered my coffee. He goes, he orders his. I'm waiting for my coffee to come. I ask him if he would be willing to take a photo. And being the gracious human that he is, he said yes. And he took photos with me and with other members of our group that were in Bird and Branch. And I, I just can't believe that not only was was I able to be there for his first show as Christian, but to see him at his, you know, signature coffee spot and see him before he's about to step on stage for this historic, this big night was, it's so special. So looking back at these pictures now, like my smile's huge. It, I mean, there's still just no words. It just feels so surreal. And like, yes, I met him December 2nd at Rizzoli Bookstore for the book signing but that time I knew it I bought the tickets to for Aaron for the I knew I was going to see him I knew I was going to interact with him I didn't know how much but I knew that that was coming this time to just turn and expect to see my friend but instead it's him there's no words for that and it was so so special and I sent I sent the picture to my husband and he's like okay cool so you saw Aaron you coming home now and joking of course but it's like I mean night made already and the show hadn't even started so that was so special but I talked with Jill for a while so I'm going to transition now into our conversation where we just broke down the show um, different opinions that were shared regarding the audience and some things that occurred within the audience throughout the show the different cast changes, the emotions of the show, just it's all there. And I hope you enjoy. I think we should start with you like randomly running into him. I mean, I'm sure that it was like the best shock of your life. Oh, absolutely. Because like the first when I first met him at the book signing, like we were there to see him. So like we were yeah. ready for it. But just to like turn and think I'm looking at my friend and I'm looking at Aaron to nope. like, Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Well, it's super funny because my friend was like, oh, what are you going to do before the show? And I was like, oh, we're not going to have a time. So my friend and I are going to go coffee at Bird and Birch. And she was like, oh, you're just definitely going to go spy. And I was like, no way. I'm only going to get there like an hour and a half before the show. There's no way he's not already going to be at the theater. That's what and I then thought. you texted me and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> That's what I thought too. And then like I, someone messaged me on 
like on Instagram was like, oh my gosh, you ran into him. Two seconds later, he posts the story of he's dressed. I'm like the quickest change ever. He literally was just here 10 minutes ago and then he's dressed and he's Christian. He's like, hey, Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a composer. (laughs) I know. So that was amazing. It was a very happy surprise for you. And especially since like you got your tickets just the day before. I know. I know. It was like so off the cuff. Like, I'm just going to do it because the sale's going on. And like I had been like looking. And like I said, I was looking for today, like to go to the matinee today. And then I happened to look. I'm like, let me just see. And then they came up for that price in that location. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) So I called my friend. We have to go. So odd because I was looking at other dates to go and they were only giving mezzanine. They were not giving any orchestra seats, which I found so weird because when I did the tickets last year, it was all rear orchestra and rear mezzanine. So when I went on and I saw that when I'm going on the eighth, mine are all the way mezzanine road J and that was the closest I could get. Wow. So I was like, and I went and saw other shows last year too. And it was the same thing. You could get side orchestra, you could get certain things. And every show I looked at for doing for Broadway weeks was only mezzanine seats. And that's what you had been telling me too. You're like, you're, they usually do corner, like the sides and. Yeah. Because that's what they did last year. Right. And the difference between this year and last year. And I, like I said, I don't know if it's different because everything was just reopening last year, but you could get them for any show. I went on all weekends last year. This year, it's only like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Which I was like, okay. But of course you have to go. I know. I Because then we're just sitting there. We're like, we would have just been sitting home, like looking at our phones, waiting for something. Somebody to post something. Something to pop up and then to just be like, I'll never take for granted the fact that I was able to swing it and get there. And the three hours of sleep last night is like completely worth it. So worth it. So worth it. I can always get more sleep. You can't always see Aaron return as Christian, but oh my gosh, like we're just watching that side of the stage for him to start that walk. And it just, the theater just exploded when it, when he finally showed up. Yeah. I like, so you were right. You were on the, what side were you? We were orchestra left, like on the side where he would lift the sign. Okay. So I enjoy sitting in that section, but I like sitting in the very last row. Okay. Because you can literally hear like when the three of them come in and it was always so funny to hear like him and Ricky and Sa like joking around behind you and you knew that they were there, but you're like, you're not really supposed to be paying attention to that. You're supposed to be paying attention to the stage. And then- Eric and Danny would always like pop up behind us and like scare us. Oh, really? Which like, so I always like doing that because you can really hear them like just messing around and being like themselves, but also getting into character, which is fun. Yes. Yeah. I like being on that side just to be close to the, the sign the, raise. Like that's my favorite moment. Like one of my top three favorite moments. That's in the show. one of his favorite moments too. Mm-hmm. He's in interviews. Oh yeah. He just sets literally sets the stage for the entire oh yeah the entire show but (laughs) oh man so what did you think of is that your first time seeing like Caleb and or have you seen no so I went 
this summer, the girl who went with me last night, that was her first time seeing Erin. Okay. And that's why she was like, I go, listen, they're a little pricey because when he released that he was coming back, Broadway week wasn't up yet. Mm -hmm. So for my seats, I had to pay full price. Right. So I was like, listen, if you're willing to spend it, I was like, listen, he announced that he was coming back. And then my friend sent me the date and I was like, that's my birthday. It has to happen. It's meant to be. So I right away got tickets and she was like, no, 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 I'm down to go. And then, but when we went to go see it the first time in the summer, it was the full new cast. So I saw everybody, um, everybody that I saw was new except for, um, Eric, because even the subs were in for, um, Toulouse. And Jess for Nini, is she... Jess was in it. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, Jess was in it. But I also saw Jess at his last performance. Right, right, right. I forgot you were there on May 8th. And you had, I keep forgetting, like I texted you, what, like 11 last night that it was yep. your birthday. So I forgot because with all the other excitement, but. It was so exciting. I know, that's such a special birthday. All right. So act one, I don't even know where to go burning down the house there was like that pause when he ran up on stage I feel like like yes. everything froze for a second because it was just the reaction I was like this time I was really making a point to watch him when he was in the box watching Satine come down yes it's like I hadn't paid much attention to it before but this time I was like just really watching him and to see them the three of them going back and forth like bantering yes. and then just to watch his reaction to her was really cool to see. Yeah. I, I always kind of try to sit so that that's like the main focus mm -hmm. because I do think that that's like a really important part in the show to have him see her for the first time is like, and when she like reaches for him mm -hmm. and then of course turns aside and then reaches for the Duke, like, it's such like, you're like this, like you have to try and watch both sides because you want to see that first interaction to see how the rest of it's going to flow, mm -hmm. which I mean, you're right to sit on that side. So you can get that view. You can get that view. I know. So to see that, like, I'm just, like, I'm just like replaying it like a movie in my mind, like all the, all the pieces, like oh, the lines that like were so like iconic, like you're not what I'm expecting. And there he is. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> it is. Have you ever seen Derek do it? No. Okay. So there is definitely like slight little things. And my friend and I were talking about it last night. And there's like definitely different, like, and I, of course they're going to change it a little bit, but like, I do miss like that, his little like surprise. Is Derek, so Derek's not the same. Derek does like surprise, but it's more like surprise. Okay. Like it's, like Aaron is more like nervous. I feel like like he's like, uh, what do you mean this is a surprise? Like, or what do you mean I'm not what you're expecting? Mm -hmm. One of my favorite parts to watch too is when they do um, Burning Down the House and then the guys come out with the horns uh -huh. and he's like on the side at the table. And then he does like his little thing to go to the back yes. to do the dance. Yes. And he's always so hyped, he's like, like yes. he does like the clap thing and the little leg thing. Yes, I did pay attention for that that time. Then him and Ashley, they sounded 
so good together. Like Ashley sounded just on fire, just yes. herself. And then to just hear them back together, like I saw, I had the chance to see Natalie and then I saw Ashley and I think I prefer Ashley. We said this before as Satine, like I liked the comedic pieces that Natalie added. Yes. But Ashley's voice as Satine, like is Satine. Yeah. It's almost like, because Natalie has an accent, mm-hmm. sometimes it slips in. Mm-hmm. I felt like, which doesn't necessarily bother me, but when I've seen other people do it, I kind of would like, oh, I would, my problem is I compare. And I mean, yeah. who doesn't compare, right. but right. it's hard not to. Mm-hmm. But you also want them to like, also give their own little thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I definitely prefer Ashley. But I never saw Karen either. Me neither, no. When I went my very first time, that's when Amber was doing the alternate. So I saw her. And then every time that I went after that, it was either Natalie or Ashley. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So any other moments in Act 1? The... I'm trying to think your song, the, the pitch song, of course, like just to see, Oh my gosh. Just to see that in the part with the Misa sailor and the, let me see your ass. And just like yes. everybody going, everybody going goes, crazy. goes crazy for that one. And I liked the, I really was paying attention to like Caleb in that moment. Cause there's times when the other characters are talking to the Duke and Caleb's trying to get Christian or get Aaron to wipe like the lipstick off his face, like yes. acting like all that. So like all those cute little mannerisms was like yes. were really cool to see and just and to mouse. watch. Yes, yes, and to, yeah, to watch all those things. So that was fun watching an elephant love medley. Oh, it's like one of my favorites. Me too. Do you have a favorite song in that mashup? I think when it gets. Like, so it starts or whatever. And then like that middle part where he does his little dance mm-hmm. and he's like, girl, be my bride and gets down on my knee. Like, I don't know why, but every time I, even when I hear like just the soundtrack, I just envision like that moment happening oh, yes. and I don't know why, but it's always just like the little spin and then how he like mocks her by like doing the same things. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And it's, it's almost like, she's finally at at those moments and it's like almost like she's finally getting like he's really gonna do what he says he's gonna do Mm -hmm. which I love Mm -hmm. it's definitely one of my favorite parts there was one interview he did when it first came to Broadway with Alex and Justin and he talks about elephant love medley with how the they the orchestrated the music and yeah so it they're going it's like anti-love song versus love song and then when they sing like in such great heights is when it came together. So like now that he says that, and I know that you like hear it, you like pay attention for that. Those little cues. Yes. And the, the blue outfits, the blue jacket, her dress. Like I love that whole quick change scene to set up going into intermission and just on that high. Yeah. I also found myself comparing it to his last show because there were silly little things that happened in that show mm-hmm. that like, I was like, 
oh, last time I saw their show, that happened. Because in his last show, they couldn't get her dressed to close. Oh. So when they were spinning on the um, Eiffel Tower, it just like flew open. Okay. So like, I was like, I was waiting to see if any of like those little, little things happened again. Mm-hmm. Like when going back to where, um, right after the pitch song where Christian leaves and then the Duke is supposed to come in, the door didn't shut. So like they did the knock sound and then she was like, come in or enter. And then this time I was like, oh, I wonder if the door is going to shut. <laughs> Just waiting for all the little mishaps Just waiting again. for all like the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely Elephant Love Medley. I mean, I think it's iconic. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of my favorites. But what was like your favorite parts of Act One? Well, the sign raised, but that's not necessarily Act One. That's the pre. Yeah. Um, I love when he joins the truth, beauty, freedom, and love with tonight. We are young. Like when he just interjects in there that moment, like that's one of my favorites. Cause he does that in chandelier too. When he just interjects him, his voice into the song. Mm -hmm. I love those moments. And then your song, just watching his face when he starts the song and then she walks away from him and he's like, Oh crap. And like turns to leave. Yes. And he turns to leave. And then when she starts again, so just watching his face and his emotion, like he just, even when he's not singing, like he has you like. Yeah. I also like in that where he does like my gift is my song and they mm-hmm. do that boom to the mm-hmm. mic. Like it's almost like an echo. I don't even know if it's an echo effect, but just the way that, like they make it, not that they alter his voice or any of their voice when they do it. Cause it happens during firework too. Okay. But like the, just the, with the mix that they put on the mic where it's almost like a boom, like you don't expect it to be that loud. And then it's just like, he's just declaring it all right then and there. Mm-hmm. Just laying it Once on the table. Just, yep. Yes. And then I loved at the start of act two, when he comes out, like I always forget, I don't know why I forget, but that he, it doesn't start with backstage romance. It starts with him coming out and like showing you time has passed and yes. telling the story and him coming out and everyone going nuts. And it did like, I noticed Aaron just played into it for a sec. He just kind of shrugged, like, go ahead, get it out of your system. Go finish, ahead. Finish. And then he like put his hand up with like to Do think. It. Yeah. He's like, just think back. And that like was kind of the cue, like the teacher cue of, okay, yeah. attention. Here we go. <laughs> I like that moment. Do you, did he do the backflip and backstage romance in his last show? So I've been going back and forth with people because the two times I saw it before he flies, he held like the two other hands and he like flips backwards, but he didn't do that last night. I don't remember. Right. Because I know the two times I saw it, he did it. And then last night it was like very apparent that he didn't, I think, because I was waiting for it. I don't, I think he might've, mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Mm-hmm. And it was a little, little emotional. Oh, well, yeah. Um, but I don't one hundred percent remember if he did or if he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, seeing it from the mezzanine put new perspective into how high he is in the air because okay. I've never had the mezzanine for it. Okay. Um, even in the can can seats, like I guess I didn't realize like he's pretty up there, mm-hmm. and they really like they. They got him up there. 
that that rehearsal footage that came out Friday of it, he looked like he was going so fast. Like yeah. they like shot him. And then it felt like that again, like last night, like it's like he's coming straight into the can can and they just yeah. scoop him up and have him. Yeah. But, but I guess I didn't realize that they like really like make him like arch. Because mm-hmm. he's like I've all the way like, on the ground. He's like yeah, so like, low I've to the ground. It. I've seen, we've all seen it in so many clips, so many like mm-hmm. trailers for it. Um, countless bootlegs, mm-hmm. but it's just, I don't. To see it I live is. It's completely different. Right. But to see it from higher up, I guess I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. He was, he was going. And I feel like he, I just feel like last night, just from that rehearsal clip and last night, he just looked like he went faster and higher and further I don't know what it was what happened but I mean I'm sure it was the energy too oh yeah yes and then come what may that was the like that wasn't the first moment but that was one where I was definitely like feeling the the choking up of like it's back it's back it's coming out of his mouth it's his voice this is where it's supposed to be is yes with him so that was special and then the the part with when the duke is yelling at toulouse about when after satine gets all changed and dressed and and then aaron does this she doesn't love you like i feel like the audience now just completely is another character in that moment to just gasp like i feel like the first times that we saw it it was a reaction but now i feel like everybody that was there last night had seen it before and now we just know like to react yes. to that moment. <laughs> I've been in like audiences where they're like, <gasps> like <laughs> literally sitting next to people. And it's just like, or like m- one of my favorites is it didn't really happen last night, but I've been at literally shows where when she coughs, when Satine coughs, and then you see the blood for the first time, mm-hmm. I've literally had people go like, so shocked that it happened. I had one person sitting behind me and it, like they were like, it was at a matinee. So I don't know if they were younger or not, but they were literally like, there's blood on that. Like, just have you not been watching the show? <laughs> to catch on what was happening. Yeah. We're not seeing the movie. Like, right. Those scenes where it's always like, <gasps> and I know it's because you're just so invested, but sometimes I'm like, mm, no, like, we kind of know that this was coming. Yes. Or like, even in the pitch song, he's like, should somebody die? Like, pitch song is very much foreshadowing. Song, yeah, the pitch song is advertising the whole... What is going to happen? So, yes, it's setting it up, absolutely. Um, and then Chandelier, that scene. Did you notice Eric changed one of the lyrics? Um, so we're holding on for delay. We're... He changed one of it. He added all in there. At one point. Oh, yes. Yeah, I did notice. Yes. He I know what you're all, talking about. Yeah, when he was on the ladder and like Christian came over to him, he added that in. But yeah, that moment, like when he, when Aaron starts with holding on for dear life and then they go to the back for like that huddle while, yeah, while Satine's coming down Aaron's face like Christian's face when he comes back to like see her like that just always amazes me because it's just like you're realizing how like how far gone he is uh-huh. yeah. like 
mentally just to see his face where he's just so what is happening yeah and sitting like I feel like we were close enough to really just see his facial expressions he's like super emotional but he's also supposed to be like super like out of his mind wasted right and it's just like it's kind of like all falling into pieces yes and I'm always just like chandelier I guess because I've heard the album before I saw the show, like I didn't realize how much of an impact it would have until I saw it, Mm -hmm. which I like the Boston way and I like this way. Mm -hmm. Um, But his, I feel like he always does very great like facial expressions. And I think because he puts a lot into, especially because he's been with it so long, Mm -hmm. I think he puts a lot of effort into it mm-hmm. not that other people don't but it's almost like it's his baby yeah he created it he created christian you're like yeah and i think that's how you i think that's how any actor is when they put their heart and soul into something and it's just theirs mm-hmm. that no it makes sense it does nope i get it <laughs> And then, of course, the best quick change of all when he does that spin behind the ladder and comes out with his jacket. jacket and then and we all know what's about to happen. Just buckle up, everybody. Like, we're, all, we're on for a ride. We are going. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Roxanne, I was I like I did video that. And then I was like had one hand like holding my phone up against my chest. And my other hand was on my friend's like leg the whole time, just yeah. <laughs> bracing for what was coming um, there's just there's nothing like hearing him perform Roxanne nothing no and I tried to do it as well record it but I guess the way I was holding my phone my hand must have slipped and I put it into slow-mo oh fun <laughs> <laughs> so I got nothing I didn't get sound I didn't get anything it's just you just hear all muffled and just them like when they drag the girls across the stage, it's so, I was just like, I can't believe I hit slow-mo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, well, I mean, that's a different way to see it. So one thing when I posted it, there's the comments of people going absolutely nuts because to see it yes. and like the bit, my, one of the funniest comments is when people are like, I'm, I'm feral. I'm just, <laughs> everyone's yes. just losing their minds. But then you get the people <laughs> having comments about the theater etiquette. Okay. And all of that. So I agree. I think there's time and place for the cheers. However, I think the show Moulin Rouge itself invites the audience to be in it. And they even say that the audience is like another character. Yeah. I also think that like the May 8th show, this show, like there's just an energy that if you're not in that room, you don't get it. Yes. I will say, I agree with you 100% time and place. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't mind cheering. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're another part of the thing and they kind of want us to interact a little bit more. However, you want to hear that note, right? Yes. Wait for that note. Absolutely. I, yes, I was going like to say that. I, my friend was sitting next to me and the girl next to her was literally screaming at every, like you would have thought she was at a concert because mm-hmm. any time, anytime he just walked on stage. She oh, would wow. scream. And That's it's like, lot. you're not at a concert. I'm not, I'm all for cheering. I'm all for even at his May 8th show. I found that people 
were very invested in the May 8th show. I think that those people, like you were saying, waited till the proper times, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like the, it Very just, excited for him to come back. Super happy that he's back. Right. But if you want to hear that opt up, don't cheer during it because we're I, all going to miss it. Like if there's a moment, there's a few moments in the song where there's a break where you can cheer. Like when he goes, when the music changes for him to start his strut across the catwalk, like nothing, there's no voice. There's no notes yes. to hear. Like, so you can cheer there you right go. there. Right. And like when he goes to turn before put on the red light. But like, you're right. Some people missed the whole opt up. Like he did it. He opted up. We've been waiting for the opt up. We've been wanting to predict it. And some people did I had miss it. Friends, I had people message me and ask me if that was the opt up because they couldn't hear it. Right. So that's a shame. Yes. But I definitely do think like um, it wasn't at this show and it wasn't at the May 8th show, but I went to a show and I felt awful because I brought my friend who'd never been to a Broadway show before. And the people in the audience were just so rude. I felt like she didn't, I almost wanted to like message like Moulin Rouge Instagram or TikTok or something and just be like, I apologize for the audience this afternoon because it was way, people were talking, people were texting, people were like, I had people sitting next, like uh, the row in front of me. The usher had to come over like three times to tell them to stop talking. Like, so last night wasn't as bad as it could have been. Right. I've definitely been in audiences where it was worse, mm-hmm. but I do expand the excitement. But again, we're not at a concert. Right. You don't need to woo at every, even at his Kane concert, people weren't like that. Oh, right now. Yeah, there was like if there were moments there was like that one or two people who tried to cheer and like they they shut up real quick when they realized yeah. they were <laughs> alone Not in that. So, I definitely know that like the energy and just the electricity in the room like definitely up, yeah, it upped everybody's mood. So yeah. like I get it and that was to be expected and like Jess said it in her Instagram, Aaron said it when he came to stage door like the audience was incredible. But there's definitely like a time for that and then not um but yeah that was one thing I wanted to just get your opinion on because I was seeing like a bunch of comments about that some people were just saying like we were saying personal preference some people were straight rude not rude but just tired of the woo girls at Broadway shows and all of this so you're not gonna find that at Phantom right well, if that's a totally different show. It's you can't even totally compare those two. I mean, how many shows do you go to where you literally can sit inside of the stage mm-hmm. and they literally crawl up to you and have eye contact with you and wave at you and smile at you? Right. And I'm going to see N. Juliet in a couple of weeks and I think I'm going to find the same thing because it also, everybody knows these songs. Yes. So, It's almost like they're more invested because they, even if you don't necessarily like Broadway Mm -hmm. or musical theater, you know, these songs, you're going to be okay. Right. Like you're going to, you're going to be involved because you know the songs. Yeah. No, I know. But yeah, you can't even compare Moulin Rouge to a show like Phantom. It's just so different. Yeah. 
but those are the people that are making those comments. I feel like the people that are like, you're at a theater. Yeah, yes. you're at a theater, but it's, it's a different, a different setting. It's a different energy. Yeah. He literally breaks the fourth wall. How many times? I know that and not, like, not just him, a bunch of them. And he encourages it. Yeah. Yeah. Just the character in general, anybody that does Christian, you're literally breaking the fourth wall all the time. Cause you're telling a story. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of apples and oranges, but I do see everybody's point about like, calm down a little bit. Yes. I get it. Yes. But I guess I'm kind of like on that line. Yeah. But No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. So when Jill and I went into this, we went into this with just the intention of rehashing the experience that we just had and little did we know how much we would have to say about it so unintentionally this is going to turn into a two-parter so right here after this etiquette talk and feel free to dm me or contact me on tiktok tell me your thoughts about the theater etiquette when it comes to moulin rouge as that play itself as well as if you were there last night, what your thoughts were on the timing of some of the cheers and things. Love to hear from you, see what you think if you're with us, if you have a different perspective. It's always interesting to hear. But we're gonna end this episode here, call this guy part one, and stay tuned because part two is going to be coming where we will dive deeper into act two, the emotions, so much more to still unpack about our national treasure being back as Christian. So stay tuned. Please listen to this one first and then dive into part two.